We are recording this, by the way. We are. Yeah, right now. Okay. That's okay. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna commentate what's going on because people listening to this don't know what's happening. So I'm just gonna have to commentate it. All right, Zion. Like, he's looking at the ball. He just dunked it four times. He threw a pass. He's shooting. He flexed. <laughs> he does a little spin move that you never see him do in a game. What's up, everybody? This is the cast with JB and G Money. Uh, I'll probably keep some of that pre-show stuff just as like a blooper at the beginning or the end or something, maybe. For sure. Zion. Get some good stuff. Yo, Zion Williamson with the shoe deal talking about... Yeah, the story about the uh, Noah doing the colorways. That was really cool. And the, show, the shoes looked dope, too. I was like, dang. We gotta get I, some of those. I Honestly, I always love... I always have this philosophy with people whenever I talk to them about like fashion, like outfits. I'm like, yo, whenever you wear an outfit, your shoes have to be the most creative part of your outfit. You could be wearing straight black up top. But guess what? All that means is that your shoes have to be like crazy with color. Send a message. You got to, you know, shoes. the shoes. It really does. You really know a lot about a person based off of the shoes. People don't understand, uh, understand that, but really, honestly, look. Look at these shoes I'm wearing right now. These shoes are telling me what's going on with my life and my style right now. They're Aztec you guys can't see them, but they're pretty cool. Aztec, Aztec design, multicolored. You want to know why? Because I was wearing mainly dull, like dull aesthetic up because I was like, oh, wait, no. I want people to show, oh, yeah, I'm chilling today, but guess what? I still got a little bit of style. Grant over here, he's got the sports shoes on. You want to know why? Because he likes playing basketball. He does sports. He's active. He does ninja. So that's the kind of shoes he's wearing. About to put on the Nike basketball shoes. He can shoot some hoops later. Yeah. So, you know, uh, shoes do speak volumes, guys. I'm not saying that, look, don't judge somebody on the, don't be like, oh, what are your shoe with those shoes? Nah, dude. Not everyone can afford $200 shoes, okay? Exactly. But here's the thing. You can respect, get nice shoes for 20 bucks. Respect the shoes. You want to learn how to respect other people, look at their shoes and be like, wow, this shoe says something about this person. Not in a way to judge them, but be like, oh, wow, I've learned more about this person. I can respect them now in the new light. If they're not wearing shoes, then uh, that's I, don't, how, I don't know. That's how we should uh, reconstruct shoe culture for sure. But uh, anyway, to the actual subject of this podcast, uh, we're going to be going to we're some We're not stuff. shoe experts. No, we're not. Definitely we have not. our preferences. We're going to be going into uh, some stuff going on with the NBA and the NFL. Not so much in the NFL, more so in the NBA because we got playoffs coming up. We also got a lot of things going on as far as just historical things that have been going on. Especially with the new play-in, we're going to do like a little playoff watch, a couple retirements, people returning from injury, big players. So And a surprise return from injury. Yeah. No so, one saw it coming. Anyway. It just let, healed. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get into it. So I guess we'll start with the, the magic. I mean, Luca has magic, but I didn't know LaMelo Ball did. Uh, he was supposed to be out for the rest of the season, and uh-huh. now they have announced that he could be back within seven to ten days. And that's yeah. I mean, the article I read literally said his wrist healed. Like, they, there was no explanation. Wow. Just the wrist healed, and they're confident wow. he can come back. So, puts the Hornets right back on the map. Yeah. Gordon Hayward will be back soon. They're another playoff contender. Because they had a good record. Mm-hmm. Still played well, even without LaMelo. You got Teddy Rozier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles Bridgers, who stepped up big time right after Lamelo got injured, and uh, yeah, 
cool because he can make another case try to get rookie of the year and steal it back from Anthony Edwards. Oh, for sure. And I think that too. He'll get it if he plays well. Yeah, if he plays, plays well. well. If he comes back and he's doing the kind of stuff that he was already doing at the beginning of the season. Poor Anthony. And then just building up on that, then, oh yeah, for definitely, for sure. Um, I'm just pulling this and up then for later things. We got AD. Oh, yes, Anthony Davis coming back. He's coming back soon, going to get evaluated. I think he already got evaluated, and he's going to probably... I'm hoping he'll play Saturday, because Saturday we got the Lakers versus the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Luka Doncic versus Anthony Davis. That'd be a really cool matchup. I'm telling you, man, I knew, I knew for a fact that, you know... Uh, Anthony Davis being back is going to once again solidify the Lakers uh, going back to the finals. I mean, we already talked about this previously, um, and they have already been doing pretty well. Even without both him and LeBron, they've maintained. Right now, they're the fifth seed. They were like third seed with LeBron. They've only dropped down two without him for the past like three weeks. So that's, yeah. that's really good. Once they get Anthony Davis and LeBron back, for sure, uh, that depending on how much time is left in the season, I think that they'll definitely go back up. A seed or two. The they're are, only they're only two wins away from uh from matching the Nuggets. Granted, the Nuggets will have to lose a couple of games. Right now, they're about eight games back from the Utah Jazz. But I mean, still, they're not they they're not at risk for the play in, and they're for mm-hmm. sure in the playoffs. So yeah, because as a team, you want to be top six this year because of the the we're about to we're gonna just about to talk about it, but um the play in tournament. To uh, because you don't want to play in that. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> then you have sure. to play more games, and you have a risk of getting eliminated. And yeah, uh, yeah. But before we talk about the plan, let's real quick just go once again because we're looking at. I'm thinking this is going to be kind of a, a good format to go with these. Is we're going to do stuff on individual players, then we'll do stuff on teams, and then we'll do league stuff. So right now. We're still on the players. We got LaMelo AD coming back. And then LeBron's getting reevaluated on Saturday to return. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. So if they can get both of them back, it'd be cool to see the dynamic duo back again. Because I don't even know. Have we seen the Nets three in a game? Uh, I think there were a few games since the beginning of the the season. Because I remember when KD and Kyrie came back, James didn't play. (laughs) We cannot get those three on the court. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that maybe that might Remember, be... Remember, playoffs the, is the only thing that matters. It is, which at the same time makes you think that there's probably... Facilitate. A, yeah, I mean, there's probably a lot of load management stuff going on, too, oh, yeah. quite frankly. NBA's like, no load management. I'm like, really? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure they're, they're, they're doing a little bit of load managing. Um, but come playoffs, I'm sure that they're going to try to get all three guys. Oh, no, all three of them will be out there. Be James playing. Harden's sore yeah. neck will all of a sudden go away. Yeah, it'll be but like, oh, wow. Uh, it feels all good. Uh, <laughs> I can get out of the neck brace. Uh, <laughs> feels brand new, stronger than ever. Um, He's not a neck brace, but it's just a joke. Next player we got up, Steph Curry, who's been on fire recently. No one like him. Just ever. recently uh, dropped 49 points against the Sixers. He was guarded by his brother, Seth. Still, uh, still dropped 49 points. Poor Seth. His parents are like, man, yeah. Steph, you're so good. <laughs> Seth, sorry, man. No, but I'm <laughs> super impressed because typically when you have... Seth had a great game. Seth Seth did have a good game, and Seth is still... He's good in his own right, I think. He's on just, a good team. He's yeah, with he's he on a good team. Hits on the 76ers watching Here, the game. Here's the thing. We're, all, we're talking about Steph Curry doing a lot of like MVP caliber play. 
But Seth Curry could potentially win a finals this year. But the 76ers, the Steph's way Steph's not been winning playing. a finals. No, Seth. No, I'm saying oh, uh, yeah, no, Steph. I'm saying oh, Steph yeah. isn't. So that's why yeah. Seth has a chance. We're gonna get this mixed up. Steph, Seth. We, yeah, we're, gonna, we're totally gonna get <laughs> Say, it mixed up Steph, at some point. Steph, Seth. Oh, uh, Steph, Seth. Uh, anyway, but yeah, but and apparently. So far, on a historical note, Steph Curry has beaten Kobe Bryant's scoring streak oh, record. Man. Uh, he beat him for the for a number of games, uh, scoring thirty points or more in a row for players over thirty three. He just which surpassed is Kobe. eleven, which is eleven. Yeah, eleven was last night. Top he three: also- number one being Jordan, number two now being Steph, number three being Kobe. But we all know who has the longest thirty point streak. In NBA history. Ever. Yes. Ever. And most of you, I guarantee you listening to this, would be like like some Michael Jordan or someone like that. Who, who is it? It is an underdog player. Who is it? Really? Really underdog? Is he really? Most people look at everyone else but him. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, you would say like LeBron. <laughs> you would say you would name. You wouldn't name him as a top. Okay. Like, like he's, a, he's an undervalued player. I could see that, I guess. Like, And uh, I saw a lot of people posting being like, yo, like. He is not going to be appreciated till he retires, like as much as he should have been. Why don't you tell the people who we're talking about? James Harden. Oh, thirty-two yeah. games in a row. I remember the season where he did that, and it was just kind of like this guy. No one can stop James Harden uh, from scoring, even in that streak. You're a Chris Paul injury away. Well, and here's the thing: like it's crazy because when you say the oh, this is a streak where he was doing thirty points or more a game, this guy had, like, most of those games, he actually dropped 40 points or more. And most of those games in that streak, he was dropping 40 points. One was 50. Points. And, they, yeah, there were, I think there were a couple that were 50. There was, oh, wow. He did a 50-point game against the Lakers, another 50-point game uh, versus the Nets. Yeah. And then, yeah, there was two in there. And then 48, again, against the Lakers, man. He does not like yeah. the Lakers. I think, you know, obviously, whenever people talk about the GOAT conversation, it's always LeBron and Jordan. But here's the thing. those are, That's for guys that are really good overall. But right now, what people have been talking about so far is Steph Curry is probably being the best shooter of all time. Specifically, when it comes to shooting, he's probably the best shooter of Three all pointers. time. Three-pointers. Three-pointers, yeah. Like, yeah. But James Harden, honestly, if he keeps up this thing, he might be like one of the best, specifically, not putting him in the GOAT conversation, but specifically scorers. One of the top players of all time. Yeah. Um, like, I will say also, one of those games in the 2018 season was against the Knicks. Cause, he scored 61 points. Well, because honestly, doing scoring streaks like that, that's very Wilt Chamberlain-esque. Yeah. Because Wilt Chamberlain, he was a guy that would average 50 points a game, you know, against people. And, you know, uh, we talked about this last time as him being one of the old guys that no one tends to talk about when they think about greatest of all time. But yet, he's still like, you know, when you look back, this guy was a crazy scorer. And I mean, because Steph Curry just recently even passed him for all-time scoring uh, for the Warriors. Um, but you know, a you lot know, of history being made by Steph, honestly, Steph, the last two games, 96 points in the last two games, the most over a two game span by a player age 33 or older since Michael Jordan in 2001. Wow. And when you say Jordan, you know, you're talking big. Oh yeah. Steph is just playing such a high level. Any, and I feel like the Warriors would be a top any three achievement team. since Jordan. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he would, that, like they would be a top three team right now if they had clay yeah i just feel like 
You know what yeah. I mean? You might tackle another thirty points a game. Even without Clay, right now they're right now they're in the play-in without Clay. They're ninth seed. I feel like we should go to that right now and explain what we're talking about. How they have a chance. Um, sure. Yeah, we can talk about that now. No, we'll talk about. Yeah, we'll go back uh, and talk about this. Other <laughs> stuff. All right. So here's the deal with the play-in. Grant, you look this up so you can explain it. Okay. So the play-in is if you are six seed or up. You will not be in it. You're secured in the playoffs to make it. So we're not talking about that. We're talking about 7 through 10. So if you are 7 through 10, you're going to play in a play-in tournament where you, uh, you're you going to play another team. Now, if you're 7 or 8, you're probably like, them. why would you want to be 7 or 8 or like 9 or 10? It does matter which one you yeah. are. Mm-hmm. If you're 7, you have two chances. Yeah. Or 8, you have two chances. You only have to win one of those games. And you're in. Yeah, and you're in, yeah. Nine and ten. If you lose, you have to win two in a row versus top yeah. teams. Mm-hmm. If you lose one, you're done. So yeah. that's why. So for example, right now you got the Miami Heat and Hornets at number seven and eight. The Heat at seven, the Hornets at eight, and then you got the Pacers at nine and the Bull- Chicago Bulls at ten. So right now the Heat, I believe, would play the Bulls and the Hornets would play the Pacers, mm-hmm. and the winner of those games. So if the Heat lose, they'll go play. Um, the loser of the Hornets and Pacers, I believe. Yes. And then the winners will play the winners. Yeah. And then, so that's why, yeah, so. Yeah. So, yeah, um, and right now, uh, so that's good for the Bulls because it doesn't look like the Bulls are going to get in the top eight. So, it's a good, it's a chance for them. Like, I, I kind of like it and don't like it at the same time. If that's the way that they're going to do it where they're having seventh play tenth and eighth play ninth, I think that guarantees that either the seventh or eighth seed is going to make playoffs. One of them will. With that setup, one of them, uh, it's already kind of set in stone that one of them definitely will make it. It's just a matter of which one. I think it's really one of the two guys trying to get that uh, eighth seed, but essentially. I'm not too so worried it's kind of like a wild card. Yeah, yeah, I'm not too worried about the Eastern Conference. It's the Western Conference that's a little more interesting to me. Much more contested. Yes. <laughs> a lot better Much teams. More. They would take out yeah. any on the, on the Eastern Conference side. Yeah. So you've got the Dallas Mavericks who I really want to get the sixth spot over the Trailblazers, which they're only two games behind, but they just keep losing. Yeah. Um, and then you got Memphis at eight. And you got Golden State. We've been talking about Steph, uh, number nine. And then the Spurs at 10. So right now, the Mavericks would play DeMar DeRozan. So, yes. And uh, and then Jaw would play Steph. So I like those. That Those will be some great games to watch if that's how it stays. Oh, yeah. And uh, I in the end, though, I see... I could see Golden State maybe making it and Grizzlies getting beat out. I could see really? that. Wow, really? I think the Mavericks will make it and maybe... I think people should also keep in mind, if the Golden State Warriors were to make the playoffs with just Steph, that's not old. That's not anything new. I don't think people... Um, I don't think people realize this, but Stephen Curry has been, I think, in every single playoffs since... Uh, not since entering the league, but for the last like ten years at least. Yeah, because even before they had the big, except even, for last year. Even, last year they were the worst team in the NBA. Oh yes, that's right. Last except for last year, because uh, they before they got before they got Clay and Draymond and built that team, Stephen Curry by himself. I think uh, he had a couple of guys that he played with. Um, I think that was back when Monta Ellis was still playing. I don't know if you even know who that is, Grant. That no, was probably I don't. before. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> right before over you my were watching basketball. But uh, they were they were making playoff runs. So I mean, it wouldn't be too surprising. And I think 
I was really I got into the NBA back when the Mavericks won the championship. I was a big Mavericks oh, fan. Even yeah. went to a game. I went to a game that season. Wow, this is gonna be one of those things where we start telling our age here. Yeah, I saw Dirk Nowitzki uh, back when he and them won the championship. Because yeah. Grant, you're what nineteen, eighteen, almost nineteen, almost nineteen. I just turned 25. My birthday was Sunday. Happy birthday to John. Uh, uh, okay, calm down. All right. This, this guy's the- getting old. <laughs> He's declining. No. Anyway, but um, so, yeah, I think that's that's really funny because I remember some things that like, yeah, you're right. You would have been too young to watch it unless it was something big that carried over. Um, but yep. the, um, the – the Golden State Warriors definitely do have a chance now. And I think the fact that they've kind of had this steady build um, says a lot about their franchise, but also as Steph Curry, as a leader and as a guy who's been, you know, honestly carrying the team without Clay, um, you know, and they still got Dr- Draymond Green. I feel like people always tend to sleep on him every now and then, but. Um, I just, I, I, I struggle with watching Draymond. He's, he's not like a he didn't super. Bring, he didn't bring a three point shot to the table. He's not like ever. a super. He's not a super stylish. He's not a flashy player, but he does make an impact. He's good on defense. He's aggressive. Yeah. And, he does uh, make an impact. He's like one of those players where just, yells at all and he yells at the refs. Yeah, he's one of those <laughs> players where just him being a presence is kind of what his he contribution is to the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he keeps you on your toes. I remember one yeah. time when he was talking to Jalen at the three point line, uh, free point. Uh-huh. And Luca was shooting it because he had fouled Luca. Yeah. He was jawing and Luca was smiling and laughing while he was shooting the three. Uh-huh. So what Draymond was saying. He yeah. made them both. Uh-huh. It's just so funny how much what Draymond says, just other yeah. players just like, what on earth? Yeah. But like we were saying, the West being very contested, the East, not so. Like uh, you put the Pacers or Bulls on the other side, they're going to get destroyed by the Mavericks or the. Yeah. Like, like I, well, I would, also, I don't see the Pacers beating. I think the Heat is probably going to be the one in the East that's definitely going to make the playoffs. Butler's going to lead his team. I think it's going to be, the real question is whether the Hornets are going to be able to hold on to that eighth seed, honestly. If they have Because Vucevic has been going off for the Bulls recently. I don't know if you've If they have LaMelo and Gordon back, I would go in the Hornets. I yeah. feel like if you have your, if they have, you know, if you have those guys healthy with Teddy Rozier, Miles Bridgers, you're good. Who do you think is a better point guard LaMelo Ball or Malcolm Brogdon? Malcolm Brogdon. Because you go down to experience at that point. Yeah. But I feel like that's the difference, right? Between those two teams? No. The Hornets and the Pacers? The Hornets Hornets have more players that, like... Like, they have Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier, but the Pacers got... Name a bunch of guys on the Bulls. On the Bulls? Yeah. They got Zach Levine. They got Vucevic. Oh, I forgot about Zach. Nikola Vucevic. They they just got... Kobe White. Yeah. Zach Levine, I forgot about him, is really good. Underestimated yeah. a lot. People are like, we're not sure about Zach Levine. I'm like, yo. And you know what? We can't, we can't forget about Jason's team the here. Only- the Wizards right on oh, the outside. Yeah. <laughs> the, wiz- the, the, oh, Wizards the Wizards make it. They can make it in there. The Wizards can make it in there. Yo, we're gonna tied, have to record-wise. Yeah, we're going to have to get on Jason about that. Hey, hey man, what's going on with I the Wizards, that man? Sunday. I was like, yo, <laughs> your Wizards ain't out, man. They, they, Everyone's they, like, the Wizards are Josh. I'm like, no. Uh, Dude, no. who says Russell Westbrook can win two games in a row with Bradley Beal? Well, yeah, we have yet to see. They can win two games in a row. That's the thing. We have yet to see. I wonder what their schedule is. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna peep that real quick. Cause 
I think it really, when it comes down to the wire, especially for these guys. We're talking about the Bulls. Well, the Wizards are tied with the Bulls, so like we we should talk about both. So so hold up, let's 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 try to see if we can peek on the Washington. I will say though, the play-in tournament was a unanimous vote by all NBA teams to be done. And recently, Mark Cuban and Luca came out and said it's dumb, but it was a unanimous vote a while back. So it's kind of like, which in a way it is kind of. Dumb, but also it makes sense. It gives two well, other teams a chance. It makes it more money for the NBA, and it's a little I mean, more interesting. Exactly. It makes it more... It's What you're doing is you're shaking it up, and you're making it more interesting. But also, if you're a 7 or 8 team like the Mavericks right now... I feel like, I feel <laughs> like people, that, people that are on the side of the traditional way to get in the playoffs are like, okay, the season was your chance to make the playoffs. But adding in that wild card element kind of... It, it brings everything really down to the wire because it's like, oh, yeah, even yeah. if if you're one of those teams that just kind of squash your way into the playoffs, you're not necessarily in the playoffs. Like, seventh and eighth seed are always kind of those teams where it's like, oh, yeah, we, like, just so happen to squeeze in there. And then, you know, they just kind of – and then they just end up losing in, like, the first round or something like that unless they have, like, a big upset. But with the wild card, it only makes it interesting and gives the ninth and tenth seed a chance. But – it gives those teams a chance to say, we actually do deserve to be in the playoffs, even though we just missed a mark. So I think that that's kind of interesting. It doesn't make it interesting, but I, I can see why people might want to be against And the Wizards it. don't have a super tough schedule left. I mean, Cleveland, Oklahoma City, they do play, you know, the Lakers. and Well, and I, especially for the Mavericks, because look at where the Mavericks are. The Mavericks are the seventh seed right now. So imagine being the, the imagine being the Mavericks where you've worked so hard up until this point to make playoffs and then the very year that you make playoffs, you get into the play-in to where even though you're a seventh seed, you still might not make playoffs. That's so that was that's why it's there's a little bit of a downside and upside. I kinda yeah. like it because it's gonna make those games interesting. Like we're gonna watch both games. It'll essentially you're be right. the playoffs will essentially start early, is yeah. what it'll be. <laughs> so gonna, like that's kind of that'll gonna get uh, everyone hyped up on yeah, the NBA. Exactly. It's gonna go I think you know, television yeah. go up. Exactly, and that's what they and that's what they care about. So the Wizards' schedule up next, they got they're going against the Warriors, OKC, the Cavs, the Spurs, L.A. Oh, okay, the Cavs again, Dallas, Indiana, Milwaukee, Toronto, Indiana, Atlanta, Atlanta, Cavs, Hornets. So it's it's a it's not too tough, but it is. I mean, there, you know, there's always good teams on your schedule, but like the Thunder, in my opinion, are gimme and. Uh, San, uh, Cleveland, San Antonio will be tougher. Like, they'll beat some of the tougher teams, but yeah, the Wizards could get yeah. in there. We'll have to talk to Jason about that on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll Westbrook and Bradley Beal, they could go to, I mean, it's not the, it's not the best team through the season. It's the hottest team in the playoffs that wins it. Yeah, it's I the guess. the team that gets hot. I guess it kind of starts with, because uh, they have been winning. Actually, the Wizards have won their last five games. Right now, they're on a five-game right five win streak. So, And who have they played? Uh, and that five-game win streak, they played. They beat the Jazz. It started out with them beating the Jazz. And then the and next then they beat four the, are trash. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not trash. They're not New Orleans. Right. They, they beat the Kings, and then New Orleans, and then Detroit, and then OKC. I will so. say, though, that New Orleans on the other side is right now in the 11th seed. And if Zion could get on a hot hot streak, he could get in the playoffs. Maybe Zion could. Maybe he's not out yet. I don't know. The Pelicans. I don't are, think they will pass the Spurs. But the I'm just Pel- saying the Pelicans right now are three point five games behind the Spurs. So I feel like it'll take it'll take a lot. 
for them to make playoffs. I just don't get why that team's not that good. They have great players. As opposed to on the East, where 11th and 12th seed right now, they're only like oh, Toronto. Toronto's games. not getting in. Toronto's not getting Mark my words. <laughs> Toronto's not getting in. Yeah. Well, hey, we still have however many games left. I think, what was it, like, we were just looking at the schedule. Like 10 games left? No, more than that. Like 15? 15, 16 games left. Hey, good so, guess on Grant's part. So, G money. Yeah, that's a point for G money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just start collecting points. I might add like a little sound effect or whatever. <laughs> nice. Grant, you just got a point. Uh, so, okay, by the way, uh, one of the next things that we were going to talk about is the Knicks just recently beat the Pelicans, and that puts them on a six game winning streak so far. Julius Randle. Julius Randle leading incredible. the way. Hey, look, the Knicks are getting high right now as we're talking about teams getting hot before the playoffs. The Knicks are starting They're to get the hot right seed. now. They may not even have to worry about a play-in tournament. They, they might can, not have to worry about it. Honestly, the they could get fourth seed right now because the Hawks, they're only .5 games behind the Hawks and they're tied in their record with the Celtics. So literally, if they keep this streak up, they could easily hop to fourth seed at any given day. And, uh, as I get ready to look up their schedule, as we'll see, but here's the thing, man, like I've been like before at the beginning of the season as a Knicks fan, and I think Knicks fans can relate to me on this beginning of the season. We're like, Hey, this is our year. This is what we always say about our our teams that don't do well. Right. This will be the year. At first it was just kind of a hope. Then as they started winning, it became kind of like a joke. Like, ha, see, our Knicks are beating all these teams. We're doing well. But now... As the playoffs are coming about, we're like, oh, wait a second. We're actually competitive. What's the NBA going to do with a New York team that's dominating (laughs) everybody they come across? Julius Randle, the last few games, has been averaging. I want to see that, actually. Let Let me give you his stats for the last four games that he's played. All right? This last one against uh, the Pelicans, 33 points, 10 assists, 5 rebounds. The, uh, la- the, then the game against Dallas, 44 points, 7 assists, 10 rebounds. Uh, last game, The game before that against the Pelicans, 32 points, 5 assists, 8 rebounds. Uh, game against the Lakers, 34 points, 4 assists, 10 rebounds. That's on top of a super defensive uh, effort in those last four games. He's accumulated 8 steals uh, and 2 blocks. Uh, like... Come on now. Like, Julius Randle is, like, giving a super all-star performance. But they're about to lose tonight, and their win streak's going to end because they're playing the Hornets. No, that's not going to happen. Look, the Knicks— Julius Randle, though, I saw him playing the Mavericks, and every time Luka guarded him, I was like, great. That's a guaranteed bucket. (laughs) Luka cannot guard. Luka's good. On offense, his defense is not great. And when Julius Randle was on him, I was like, oh, man. (laughs) One of the awesome things that I like about Julius Randle is that he plays that big, big man inside basketball. But one of the impressive things that's made him such a great contributor and a great leader to the Knicks so far has been that his shooting has gone up. He's been shooting more threes recently, and that's been contributing to why he's getting such higher uh, point scoring totals. He's shooting more threes. He's getting more accurate. Like I said, he's improved in almost every stat line this year from last year. So when you when you have that, it's like, how can you deny that the Knicks are going to be successful? 
Yo. Yo, Carter's in the house, guys. Yeah. Yo. Oh, man, we should have brought up another mic. Yo, how you doing? Yo, Carter, come over here. Yo, this is uh, Carter Villan. He's one of the guys we play basketball with at our church. Yo, say hello to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> Yo, what do you think about the Knicks? You think they're they're going to stay in the playoffs? The Knicks? Oh, yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. He, he said that pretty quick. No yeah. hesitation. <laughs> He's on to the Knicks. Exactly, man. No hesitation on the Knicks. Never I underestimated my Knicks, man. Seriously. And here's their schedule. They got, obviously, they're playing the Hornets. And then um, they have Atlanta tomorrow. And then they're going against Toronto, then Phoenix, then Chicago, then Houston, then Memphis. And, oh, dude, this is a pretty lax schedule for the rest of the year, dude. Aside from maybe the Nuggets Wait, and Memphis. Did you just say lax? I did say lax, yes. Dude, the Suns are a good team. Charlotte's a no, good no, team. No, 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 no. Get out of here. Yo, no, no, no. Get out of here. Tell me the realisticness of the way the Knicks have been playing right now is what we've seen. This win streak can't go on forever, John. I know, not, you I know it's that. not going to go on forever. They're going to lose. I know it's not, I can see them potentially losing to the, the Knicks. The Hawks are not lax. The Hawks are not lax. I will admit that. I can they are, see them. They're above the Knicks. But, no, but here's the thing. This is why it's so important that they're playing both the Hornets and the Hawks oh, the back to the back point. right now. Right now on the stats, those are the guys that are like in their vicinity in the playoffs run. If they beat the Hawks, that will be what will jump them to fourth seed. Ah, if they beat mm. the Hornets and then they beat the Hawks, the Knicks are fourth seed right now. Who would have saw that coming after Ooh. last year, not even making the playoffs, and then this year now they're in the fourth seed? Julius Randle is so much fun to watch. I will I'll give most me. improved player. That's the only dude. thing I can give the Knicks. That's what I. That's what I say. Most improved player. Brandon Ingram got that I last year. It. Brandon Ingram got it last if year. If he got it last year, then, Ju- then Julius Randle's Randall definitely going to get it this year. I, I, for sure. Um, anyway, so we got that going on with us for the Knicks. And by the way, uh, Grant, you know who everyone was talking about recently about, oh, hey, what about if he were to play for the Knicks? Because he was talking about how much he loved playing in New York. No. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> it would never happen. They're not but trading their first overall pick. Here's the thing. They would My, have to trade everyone on the team. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, as a Knicks fan, as much as great as it would be to have Zion Williamson plan for us, I think the magic of the Knicks right now is the fact that we don't have any superstars. I'm very anti-superstar, but seriously. No, no, seriously. We got Julius Randle. He's performing great, but yeah. he's not like... This is his first time as an all-star. He's not like superstar. You're superstar. paying everyone so this little is, money. Like You're talking about a team where they're proving... That look, we don't. You don't need to have the best player in the league carrying the entire team. Yep. If you just have an entire squad, if you're running ten deep with all guys that can contribute and that are doing their jobs, that's what's going to lead you to be more successful. Because not only are you able to distribute minutes better, you're able to give guys rest. Obviously, Julius Randle is their centerpiece, but he's got a lot of supporting elements that are all contributing. If the Knicks played the Nets tomorrow, and it was the playoffs. With the Knicks went beat the Nets. I would hope. Yeah, <laughs> they would. Wait, hold up. We got a we got a take from Carter. N- Knicks or Nets? Who do you think would win? Well, uh, probably the Knicks. If uh, <laughs> if uh, who I think if they have all their starters out, then they have a chance of winning. But if they still have their starters out, then they probably will get beat. Yo, I just I think Yo. Julius Randle like versus KD. I feel like Julius, he just plays with such a different level that, like, I feel like he would be able to take on Harden 
KD and Kyrie. He has the competitive nature. Mm-hmm. You got to have that competitive nature and edge to say, okay, I don't care who I'm facing up against. If the game's on the line, if this is an important game, especially in the playoffs, he's going to be like, no, I'm going to rise up and we're going to go and get him. You know, that's what separated <laughs> Jordan from a lot of superstar players. You know what I mean? Because Jordan had that edge. So I, me- I remember the video where his want. son was looking at like the Knicks poster. He's like, I hate them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The Nets. Yeah, the Nets. The Nets. like, oh, I hate, I hate them. them. Uh, and, and remember Stephen A's like, don't worry. You don't worry about it. Yeah. Because you're will, dad. Hey, man, but look, they haven't had to worry about it. They they People were wondering if they would make the I playoffs, think the but Knicks now it's becoming like beef, more solid. They have like beef with the Nets because they've lost to them every time this season. I think when it's going to come to playoffs, it's going to give them an extra beast, well, a bit of fire. Well, because check this out. Brooklyn Nets... They came into they because they moved from New Jersey to Brooklyn, and they were like, "Oh, New York's gonna be our city." Everyone was sleeping on the Knicks. They were like, "Oh, the Nets is gonna be our team of this city." And the nah. Knicks are like, "No, dude, this is our city. What are you doing coming up in here thinking that you're gonna take stuff over?" <laughs> no, and they came out. This is uh, anyway. What do we got next? So that's what's going on in basketball. Well, uh, real oh, yeah, quick, we're thing. not gonna go too deep into this, but the Nets having such a great team, they already lost one of their starters technically. Yeah. In a way, LaMarcus Aldridge retired. Yeah. But I remember getting the alert and going, huh? What is that? Which is crazy because he was one of the guys when you were thinking about their, looking at their team and being like, wow, this is super Because he's been playing he for 15 guys, years yeah. and it's been incredible. Yeah. yeah. So you had him, Blake Griffin, KD, James Harden, and Kyrie. I'm like, dude, those are five all-star team nuts. caliber players. Yeah. And he retired. Unfortunately, he had a heart mm-hmm. uh, thing going on where his heart was beating too fast or something. Yeah, and uh, well, you gotta be you gotta be careful with that stuff. That's why he retired, and he said so many more time family. So I was like, for sure, dude. People Um, have maybe they'll send him a ring if they win. Players have died on the court because of stuff like that. Least they that's the least they can do. Yeah, nah, they were just kidding. Like he didn't. But anyway, so yeah, um, he's thirty. He's thirty five. Which I mean, if you really think about that, being a power forward at thirty five. Power forwards typically don't last as long in the NBA as guards just because... I mean, you have to do a lot of warm-ups if you're that age. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, it's Ice like... Bass. It's very taxing. Like, uh, I think Shaq retired at like 40, but he was already long gone. Everyone was like, dude, you need to like sit down somewhere before you kill yourself. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Did you see Dirk in his last year? Like, you're already in the Hall of Fame. Just retire. You Dirk playing in his last year? He was like... Yeah. Yeah, I was like, dude, like, when you're a big guy, you can't be staying in the league for like... I mean, they do it. But you can't be staying in the league for for too These long. Guys gonna run like, around you. Yeah, it's like, dude. Well, and especially because uh, the NBA started evolving into more small ball, so everyone was trying to go quick paced, perimeter focused. So you got these Embiid. big guys having to run around. Even in beating games, has to take a lot of time off. I noticed that versus the Warriors, Steph yes. stays t- plays a lot longer than Embiid because Embiid needs rest. Yeah, I did the entire okay. thing. That was such a good game. Yeah. Um. But, so yeah, anyway, Marcus Aldridge retired. Do I feel bad for the Nets? Nah. They still they'll, need to win even without him. They'll still be okay, but I, I mean... I they lose. The Lamar- Lakers are going to win. LaMarcus Aldridge was one of my... Honestly, uh, uh, when uh, Amari Stoudemire was last playing, um, 
Amari Stoudemire and LaMarcus Aldridge were like my two players. Because when I was in high school, I played the power forward position. Obviously, it doesn't make sense now because I'm only 6'1". If I tried to play power forward anywhere, like in college, they'd be like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? But, what is this guy doing here? But I played the power forward position in uh, high school because we had a small team. And so, like, whenever I'd watch basketball, I watched guys like LaMarcus Aldridge and Amari Stoudemire, and that's why they became some of my players. Now I need to get you a players. LaMarcus Aldridge jersey card. Now, yeah. yeah <laughs> right, that's your collection. Uh, but, uh... Yeah, but so, and I remember watching LaMarcus Aldridge and he being one of those guys where I'm like, well, yeah, dude, like, he's one of the, he's one of those guys that I want to kind of model my game after. So, you know, it's a uh, very touching moment we're having right here. He's, he's about to cry because <laughs> oh his man, his high school <laughs> player is retired. So, hey, they all got to retire at some point. Honestly, it's better that he retired this way than to freaking die on the court from irregular <laughs> heartbeat. So, I mean, I, I'd rather him retire than, than, to, than to die. So, yes, uh, I, I concur there, with that. Here we go with that. Um, all right. So, I think, is that all for the NBA? Do we have anything else for the NBA? All, All right, right, now we're going to move to the NFL. Um, and uh, topic number one right off the bat is Alex Smith retired. So after getting yeah. dropped by the Redskins, it was time. He had his comeback it year. It definitely he proved was. Which a was, lot. It was very impressive seeing him come back and then uh, the Washington make the playoffs and everything. And I think that that's – I mean – that's going to be one of the things that is definitely going to go, go into his legacy. The fact that he was able to come back from such a comeback player of the such year, such a award. big, such a big injury. Everybody thinking that his he career was died. over then. He you almost know? died. Yeah, like the infections, the surgeries. That's got to be the most. How to walk? That's got to be like the most. Like that's got to be the most masculine. I have the willpower move to do to be yeah. like this injury is not going to end my career. I decide when my career is over. No, and like, I remember gonna, I remember the doctors yeah. coming in and like telling his wife like yeah. we may have to take his leg, and she's like, "Don't take it. You'll kill him. You'll kill him taking yeah. his leg." Uh huh. Um, but yeah, so just a great career. Um, oh yeah. Uh, and uh, such a great guy and athlete. Yeah, and uh, super. I'm, I was so excited to see him come back and do as well as he did. Oh yeah, I think everyone wanted him to be successful. Oh, for sure. There wasn't one person that was kind of that that wasn't like, "Yo, this guy's back after such a big injury." Nobody was saying, no, nobody was going against. Everyone was rooting for him for sure. So impressive. Like, I mean, yeah. the, the, go look up the video of him relearning how to walk and do mm-hmm. everything. I mean, yeah, he worked so hard and. Has a great family around him that kept him going. Oh to, yeah, uh, to yeah. And uh, I remember when he walked out on the field for the first time after two years of recovery, mm-hmm. and his fat wife and his family watching him just were over there. And I was like, that must be tough. You don't want him to go out on that field again. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Alex Smith is that kind of a player. So yeah, real quick, looking at his uh, career stats here because you know we like looking at that. Uh, he was drafted number one overall in 2005 by the 49ers. Over Aaron Rodgers also yeah. in that draft. That was that was something that I think is very is very telling about how people saw his talent early on. And obviously with the 49ers, I mean, he was able to play kind of well. But honestly, I feel like his career really took off more so playing with the Chiefs with Andy Reid. Because Andy Reid a, is a really good coach. And uh, the one thing about... Like, unfortunately for him, Colin Kaepernick came in. They're like, yo, this is our quarterback, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. We took him to a Super Bowl and lost. And then, 
I can't. And they got blacklisted by the NFL. Yeah. Uh, anyway. For, we're not going to get into those. Yeah. That, but, uh, so, yeah. but clearly, Alex Smith deserves to save the 49ers. Then he did with the Chiefs. In 2017, started for a lot of the season. Yeah. And, but there was this young guy behind him who he was training called Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I and mean, uh, the Chiefs decided that, uh, sorry, Alex just, Smith. Just kind of a, Mahomes is a little better than you right now. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. And Mahomes <laughs> went and took the Chiefs to Super Bowl next year. Anyway, and then he went to Washington, uh, Redskins, which is now, which back in 2018, oh, was got it? hit. Yeah. And guess who hit him? My Texans did. Oh, my God. You're 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 claiming pride on that, that or they almost ended a guy's career. So uh, the safety, <laughs> I still remember watching it. I was watching it with uh, Rick Facino. Yeah, and uh, and I, you were there with Nate. We were yeah. all there in 2018. Uh-huh. Um, and Rick freaked out in the other room, and we all ran that was in. Crazy. And uh, the safety had run up the middle and hit him, and then uh-huh. JJ had piled on him. And then they both hopped off, and we're left like, get out the crew. And I just remember we all were – Rick was freaking out because it was so gross because it was such a leg. And then he came back the next year with Washington and, uh, yeah, had the comeback – got comeback player of the year, took the Redskins all the way to the playoffs after having a horrible season the the year before. Yeah. And, and what was so uh, funny was is that he came back healthy that year and they sat him and they tried to start Dwayne Haskins, who honestly has kind of been a draft bust, if you ask me. Dwayne and Haskins. made a lot of off-field mistakes. Yeah, so... Now he's a backup on the Steelers waiting to take over for Big Ben. Uh, sure. Well, that, that's, what he's, that's literally what he's doing. But uh, Ben's starting the season, though, so... Although Dwayne might try to take Ben's spot. And, uh, and then Alex Smith came back and then he led the Washington uh, football team as they are now called, to the playoffs. And, wow. You know, the fact that such he's Such a able great, like everyone's always said, he's such a great dude, great player. and uh, 35,650 passing yards. It's a lot. 199 touchdowns. Woo! Uh, quarterback, overall quarterback rating, 86.9. Man. He's um, a great player. And, uh, actually... Rushing yards, he was kind of a scrambler too. He's had like a couple of um, uh, of good seasons scrambling. A couple of seasons, almost mark. He almost got the five hundred mark, uh, which is big for a quarterback. Yeah, as far as rushing. Tom Brady doesn't get might get that in his career. Yeah, seriously, of <laughs> twenty one plus seasons. Yeah, twenty six hundred uh, rushing yards um, with fifteen rushing touchdowns for being a pocket QB. Career. That's really good. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's uh, our tribute. Uh, yeah, so Alex Smith retired. He went Very, out. He went out in a good way. I feel like for sure because he was able to capstone his career with, "Hey, I came back from this injury." A season and, high. And, and high. Let, yeah. Oh, yeah. he retired on a high. Yeah. Not like. Yeah. I don't want to say Peyton Manning retired, but you could tell Peyton Manning was kind of done. Well, because he won that Super Bowl with the Broncos, which was an all defensive Super Bowl win. Yeah, it was. It was kind of like, all right, Peyton and CJ Anderson you, <laughs> and, and Cam Newton having an awful night. Cam Newton choked so hard in that game. But on his Gatorade, yeah, um, <laughs> hasn't been back since. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's just uh, Cam Newton. No, even Bill Belichick can't tough. work with Cam yeah. Newton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which leads us to the draft. Who are the Patriots going to oh, take? Oh yes. Oh my goodness. Okay, so the biggest thing about this draft right now, because we were talking about this in the last, and we're going to touch on this very briefly because uh, yeah. we don't. I mean, there's yeah, but yeah. which is why I, I'm 
uh, instead of going to the full draft, I kind of just want to focus on this thing specifically. 49ers and the Patriots, because those are the real those are the real two teams to talk about. Yes, and right, the Niners taking Garoppolo or taking like a Justin Fields or a Mac Jones. Or exactly, a- the 49ers trying to decide who they're going to go with between Mac Jones and Justin Fields. I think it's ridiculous that this is even an argument. Like, I feel like Justin Fields is so much better, but maybe I'm wrong. So what we did was we went in and we pulled up the stats for both Justin Fields and Mac Jones to look at their college and maybe do a little bit of an analysis on, okay, who would actually be a better... So what I'm going to look here is not necessarily... I will say, though, Mac Jones had... When you talk about wide receivers, he has two... He already had two, like, first-round pick wide receivers. He had a Heinzman-winning wide receiver, didn't he? Isn't the the wide receiver... Yeah. Yeah. First time since, like, 19... Forever since yeah. the wide receivers won the Heisman. And we also should keep in mind, too, that Mac Jones is more of a pocket passer and Justin Fields is more of a scrambler. That being said, I think that while we look at their stats, we should look at, okay, how did this player perform, but also which player would actually be a better fit for the 49ers as they are right now. Anyway, so uh, Justin Fields had 2,100 yards in 2020 um, and uh, went to the national championship and played Mac Jones, actually. Yeah. Beating out Trevor Lawrence and. Um, yeah, they just had a choked. They choked in that game, and then mm-hmm. played Mac Jones and Alabama won just because they had a better defense. Um, Justin Fields did not have his best game of his career. Yeah, but um, uh, Hines been winning wide receiver on their team as well. Yeah, so yeah. Anyway, so I, I and what's amazing is, is I that think the Niners are going to take Mac Jones. I feel like he's going to work better with Kyle Shanahan than Justin Fields would. The issue is the season before Justin Fields' stats were so much better. He got 41 touchdowns, 3,273 passing yards in 2019. 2020, he didn't do as well, which is kind of what's it was a COVID-filled season though. I yeah, don't remember it was. How they many... didn't have as much of a season. Yeah. But that being said, Mac Jones, I will say it is impressive. He got 41 touchdowns, 4,500. Passing yards, forty five hundred. Yes, passing yards, and um, that's with only four interceptions as opposed to Justin Field getting uh, six. Ah, but I mean, the, the difference. difference there, yeah, that difference there is kind of minuscule. But still, it's like okay, you know what? Like the way that the Forty ers are. Obviously, I think that when you look at these these stats, I think it's once again, like I said, it's good to note Justin Fields is much more of a scrambler, while Mac Jones is much more of a... Who's the other quarterback in the running? Pocket passer. Mac Jones, Justin Fields, and uh, Zach... I mean, I guess Zach Wilson, if he just, no, if for I some think reason, the... doesn't get second overall pick, but that's what everyone... I mean, that would be surprising. No, Zach Wilson's going to the Niners. And yeah. I'm calling that Justin Fields will slide down all the way to the Patriots. Oh... That'd be so well. It would be good for the Patriots. It would. That's what Bill Belichick's hoping. He's like, I just think for the 49ers, I'd be like, that's such a missed opportunity because they're much more of a run-heavy offense. You would think that you would rather prefer a scrambling quarterback because that gives you another. Zach Wilson can run, right? Mac Jones is not a scrambling. Mac Jones is not a scrambling quarterback. That's what I'm saying. They should say Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. And that's my whole thing. I think that NFL teams. Miles. You would think that with the presence of Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, um, uh, what's the other, Josh How Allen. dare you say it. I'm just kidding. You would think, no, but you would think about the presence of those quarterbacks would show teams, even Joe Burrow, you would think that the presence of players like that would show teams. Even Daniel Jones, he had like the most amazing Daniel, run of the year for Daniel like a Jones. quarterback and tripped and fell. <laughs> you would think that teams would more so want to prioritize like multidimensional quarterbacks 
as opposed to just the traditional pocket passers. Now, granted, here's the thing. Oh, also, Kyler Murray's one of those guys, too. They're incredible. And here's the thing. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Exactly. That's just the way that the quarterback position is evolving to become. And it's because when you have a quarterback that can not just pass, but also that's really athletic, you have options. You can do like all those different things. You have to have a spotter on the stuff. defense to keep an eye on him. And exactly. once you do that, you take. And that like, frees up the. That frees, frees up, up like Dawson Eckler or the Christian McCaffrey in the league. No one can cover that. And then you like. Exactly. Like, uh, who's the new quarterback? Sam, oh, Sam Darnold can't run. Poor Panthers. Anyway, um, but like, you know, you're going <laughs> to. You're going to have James Conner and Chase Edmonds in your backfield and Kyler yeah. Murray as the quarterback. A.J. Green Hopkins, that's so many different read options. I think that right now, the only way that you could justify wanting to have a pocket passer over a scrambler quarterback is if the pocket passer is such a good passer that it's like it would be ridiculous. Like a Patrick Or you Mahomes, have an O-line. Like a good, Or you have good, a really good O-line. We didn't even buy really Patrick Mahomes, one of the, probably the best scrambling quarterback right now. But yeah, but NFL. even Patrick Mahomes scrambles. But he's like, like the best at it. Like the sideways, he wa- he runs sideways yeah. as if he's running as good as running forwards. Well, and Incredible. Patrick Mahomes is just crazy talented because he could look like he's scrambling, but still pass it with his offhand for 50 <laughs> yards with the most accurate pass you've ever seen. Pat- Let's not even talk about Patrick Mahomes. He's on a whole other level. This is a different <laughs> conversation. All right. It is. Like, We're going to go off into La La Land uh, with Mahomes. But, I mean, that's just my opinion. I think that Justin Fields just shows so much more caliber overall than Mac Jones and years and to come we'll come back to this and see who was right we'll see who was right but like is is the is the quality of passer that Mac Jones is does that overcome the fact that he's not that much of a scrambler is the question right he can scramble and he did in Alabama but he's more definitely of a pocket passer so yeah anyway and that's gonna be that's gonna be the big thing but I will say I mean, Justin Fields would be a good fit for the Patriots because I know Bill Belichick likes to run it as well. Yep. Especially in that but goal But now with Cam line. Newton, that guy is going to break his leg if he makes it through 10 yards. Well, what would be awesome He about, runs 10 yards and goes out of bounds. It's the only way he knows because he's going to get hit if he goes any further. What would be really awesome about Justin Fields going to the Patriots is that essentially you have two of the same quarterback, essentially. Like... Oh, yeah, and Cam Newton can be like that leader, kind of like Alex Smith was to Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers uh-huh. trying to be to Jordan Love. It's like a yeah. it's like a continual thing in the NFL. Well, I mean, that's... Except for Joe Burrow. Well, because you have your quarterbacks, they spend a lot of time together, they practice together. If you have a quarterback that's really seasoned, that can foster up your younger quarterback yeah. to be something better, that's what you want. I mean, that's what the Giants almost did with Daniel Jones, but then Eli retired as soon as... He no, lost he's a starting job. No, didn't uh, Eli retired towards the end of the season, right? Because remember, they swapped between Daniel and Eli. So yeah. yeah, Daniel did get a year behind Eli. But, I mean, that's one year. You have guys like, like what, a Patrick Mahomes? Well, Patrick Mahomes only had the one year he behind He barely Alex sat Smith. behind a year because, remember, he played in the playoffs 2017 against the uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots. Yeah. No. Yeah, against the Patriots, and they lost yeah. in the, the, the to go to the Super Bowl. It was the game to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's how good Mahomes is. Yeah, his rookie year, he was playing Tom Brady in the game to go to the Super Bowl, and they lost so close, forty-one to thirty-eight. Did I just not say let's not talk about Patrick Mahomes, dude? Patrick I Mahomes, can't help it. <laughs> did, he's so good. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is like I said, that's going to be a whole another his podcast. Year. Which is fascinating that... Wait till we get to football, guys. We know a lot about football and love football. Uh, 
So right now it's the football off season, so it feels a little dry. Slow. So we're coming to, but I mean, look until the draft. This is gonna be is gonna be big once the draft happens. But I mean, that's my assessment of of things right now. I mean, who knows? I mean, granted, I haven't Go watched Texans. a lot of games with Mac Jones. Is the thing I watched more Ohio State games because uh, my wife's family they're sooner, um, not Sooners. They're Buckeye fans. So you know, Carter, who do you think's who do you think's better, Mac Jones or Justin Fields? Do you even watch college football? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mac, Mac Jones sounds cooler, so I'll go with that. You go, you go what? I'll go Mac Jones. Sounds Mac Jones, cooler. he said it sounds mm, cooler. That, that, that is right. true. Mike Jones. Mac Jones. That sounds like a football name, too. Mm. Mac. Well, actually, Justin Fields <laughs> sounds feel. like a football <laughs> name, too. Justin Fields. I don't know. Either Mac. quarterback, I think, will be a good fit and it'll be a good um now, you know what would have been be a better? A... What would have been the best football name? Mac Fields. That would have been the best oh, football name. Mac <laughs> Fields. Mac Fields. <laughs> He's changed his last name. But I think uh, that's what we got for the NFL, and I think that that's what we got. For That'll the sum it up for today. No, we're yeah. not going to touch on baseball right now. We're just going to say Cooney is pretty good. I need to read up on baseball and then we yeah. can start doing baseball. Don't worry, guys. I'm keeping up with baseball. <laughs> Cooney is good. Uh, hockey. Um, let's see. The greatest player of all time. In hockey? Yeah. Who is the greatest player of all time in hockey? Don't look at me. Wayne Gretzky. No <laughs> Wayne Gretzky was the greatest player of all time in hockey. I was trying to remember. <laughs> and Sidney Crosby was one of the greatest of all time. Wayne Gretzky, top five boxer I will of all say, time. that shows how much... Okay, for those who are listening, that shows how much our hockey knowledge goes. I actually have been to one Dallas Stars game in really? my life. Back wow. when I lived in Dallas. Yes. I went to a couple of hockey games at uh, in They're college. fun to go to, as long as there's a fight in the game. Hockey games are fun to watch, I will say, but I, I know nothing about... I know very little about I know about the game itself, and I know near nothing about what's going on in the world of hockey so far. I know what the Stanley Cup is. Yeah. <laughs> that is you, that, you get a trophy. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's my whole thing too. The Mighty Ducks. I grew up with that movie, yo. I, that movie came out when I was a kid. Wait, Carter, how? No, Disney Plus is making like series and episodes of the Mighty Ducks. No way. Yes, they what? are. John. You guys don't know the Mighty Ducks. You got to see the old Mighty Ducks with No, uh, no, they're on name? Disney. Disney put them on Disney now. Oh, they yeah. Fox. So you've seen all the Mighty Ducks movies? Uh, I've seen the first one. Seen We're going to. Yo, you got to watch Mighty we'll Ducks. Go, we'll go back and no, watch see, them. You got to watch. <laughs> you got to watch Mighty Ducks. And then you got to watch Mighty Ducks 2 because Mighty Ducks 2 is kind of like Rocky 4. It's one of those things that ended the Cold War, okay? <laughs> it's when the Mighty Ducks had to go against Russia in the World Hockey <laughs> Tournament. It, it, along with Rocky 4, ended the Cold War. You have to watch it. Are you, are you confused with a different movie? No, I'm not no, confusing no. with a different movie. No. The went against Russia. Yes, they did. I remember in the... And the Mighty Ducks, you haven't even seen it. You only saw the first one. Get out of here. He's saying the Mighty Ducks are two. All these young guys. Because remember the one movie where uh, the USA one, where USA went versus Russia? Uh, um, yeah. What was it called? Oh, was it Miracle? Is that Miracle, what you're thinking about? Miracle? Yeah. That yeah. was a good movie. But no, anyway, it that's happened our extent in, of hockey knowledge. It happened in Mighty Ducks, too. Because remember, Mighty Ducks 
was when uh, the kid from, do you know Kenan Thompson? You know Kenan and Kel? No. You guys are probably too young to know what Kenan and Kel is. But that was when Keenan Thompson, when he was a kid, he was in Mighty Ducks 2 because he was one of the kids that they recruited to join the USA team. Oh. And then they went on, and Russia was like the big bad guy in the movie. All right. You know what? Anyway, we're going to kill I'm, the podcast there today. We I'm went too off young to note. feel this old, guys. I'm only 25. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, yeah, that concludes today's episode of the podcast in uh, the cast with JB and G Money. Any last words? Um, just this one. <laughs> you bouncing it back to me? <laughs> no, that was my last words. Okay. But now this is my last word. Well, you can just edit that out, you know? <laughs>